0: We will be discussing Season 1, Episode 5, titled, The Joker is Wild. Uh, In this episode, the Joker escapes from prison via some pretty absurd means that I'll get into in a minute. And immediately goes on a huge crime spree. Now... To speak generally for a second, since this is the first time we're seeing him, I adore Cesar Romero as the Joker. He is so phenomenal in this role. See, here's the thing with the Joker. The Joker is a very chaotic character in terms of... Live-action adaptations. The Joker has been adapted countless times. And every single incarnation of him is fundamentally different. Jack Nicholson is entirely different from Heath Ledger. Is entirely different from Jared Leto. All of those are fundamentally different characters. And they're all perfect. For those individual portrayals. And Cesar Romero is no different. He is such perfection. As this Joker who is straight crazy criminal. Straight crazy supervillain. Dialed up to infinity for an already bizarro superhero world. Now I would not trust him, ever to replace Nicholson or Ledger or Leto. I would never trust him to do mob boss Joker or serial killer Joker or hot topic Joker. But he is so freaking incredible as this very specific joke, as this very specific version of the Joker. Uh, His laugh is amazing. He gets tons of little mannerisms. So perfect. Uh, Just like Frank Gorshin as the Riddler, he's very physical in his performance. It's just such a charismatic performance from Cesar Romero. I love, love, love him as this character so freaking much. All right. Let's get into the specifics of this episode, starting with the opening sequence, which is probably my favorite opening sequence of any episode of Batman ever, barring anything I've forgotten. So, (laughs) Joker's in prison, and because of Warden Crichton's progressive policies, idiot, uh he is allowed to play baseball with other inmates he's playing baseball doing fairly well he's pitching and getting uh striking the batter out whatever and then an explosive ball comes into play <laughs> Joker throws the explosive ball that was switched out. The batter hits it. Big puff of smoke comes out. And then the Joker is literally sprung over the wall. Literally the exact spot where he was standing. There was a platform on top of a spring... And it literally like just flung him over the prison wall. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) And the entire episode, they keep saying, he sprung himself. He sprung himself. (laughs) So stupid. I love it. So then, of course, the self-loathing GCPD calls Batman. Uh, Dick Grayson is doing some piano stuff. Uh, he's like, why do I have to learn piano? And Bruce is like, it's a universal language. Something, 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 world peace. And then Dick's like, gosh, Bruce, you're right. I'll practice more. Uh, and then Alfred's like, uh, bat phone, sir. And then Bruce and Dick spring into action using the excuse of a ball game this time. Not a fishing trip. One of the rare non fishing trip excuses. And they spring into action. Bat poles, Batmobile, blah, 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 blah. You know the drill on that by now. So apparently, just under the platform the sprung platform, there was, like, a bust of Joker. Which is an accidental, but not accidental, clue. They figure out... Okay. Where would you see a bust like that? Museum. Or a Hall of Fame. Oh! Obviously, the Gotham Museum of Art, which has just opened... A comedian's Hall of Fame, which Joker was not included in. So he's gonna go there and steal the fabulous jewels from the Fabulous Jewels Collection, which is literally labeled the Fabulous Jewels Collection, by the way. We'll see that later. Obviously, there's no other explanation. <laughs> <laughs> So, they go to the museum, and this sequence is pretty much the bulk of the episode. This is all the meat of the episode right here. They go to the museum. Uh, A bunch of girls freak out because Robin's there. That means nothing. Uh, There's a no-parking sign. Batman gets back into his car to... Park somewhere else. And the GCPD officer right there is like. It's okay Batman. I'll literally break the law for you. And move this no parking sign somewhere else. Man I really hope no one knows I'm doing this. Otherwise. I'll probably lose my job. And Batman just goes with this. Very uncharacteristic. He's just like. Okay. Uh, you're you're breaking the law for me. I'm not breaking the law. Parked where there was a no there wasn't a no parking sign. Who's to say differently? <laughs> just like, he's complicit in this cover up of the no parking sign. Papyrus! No parking sign! <laughs> I feel like I could go on for an hour just about the conspiracy of the no parking sign. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, the guy at the front table, they say. Hey, uh, is about to do a thing here, maybe. Uh, we got literally nothing to go on, but we're pretty sure. Uh, so you gotta evacuate this entire museum. And so it's like, oh, right away, Batman. You, you again, literally have no evidence to say that this is the case, but I'll just evacuate the museum and slash our profits for the day just because you said so. Uh, they say the museum's closing for the day, blah, 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 blah. They go into the Comedians Hall of Fame, and apparently, the Joker actually is there. And they're like, oh, I guess he actually was there. Maybe they hastily included him to keep him away from the fabulous jewels. Maybe the newspaper got it wrong. Oh, this clearly isn't a supervillain cover up, this clearly isn't uh, a scheme by the Joker. Uh, it's probably fine, let's just leave. Uh, on the way out, Batman could have sworn he saw the statue move, but again, probably nothing. It, it can't possibly be the Joker hiding inside of a statue. That'd be ridiculous! Um, yeah, so they leave, they go to find the director of the museum. Uh, they, uh, consult a guard and say basically... Uh, oh, yeah, Batman, um, once these doors are closed, no one can break in. And then we cut back to the Joker statue, and... Big shock! The Joker bursts out of the statue. He was hiding in there from the beginning. And his goons were hiding in the statues of other comedians. And then we cut back to Batman and Robin trying to get the director. And then Batman's like, huh... Something he said. He said no one could break in. That doesn't mean no one can break out. So they literally break into the museum. <laughs> the non-breakinable museum. They break into the museum to stop the Joker from stealing the clearly marked Fabulous Jewels collection. Uh Batman and Robin show up to protect the fabulous jewels. There's a big fight sequence. Boom, bam, pow, thwap, zap, whatever. Zowie! At one point in one episode, I remember. I, uh, I, it probably wasn't this one, but it was something else. All of that fun stuff earlier in the, uh, in the arc than usual. Usually, it's at the very, very end. But they had it in the first part. That's unique enough, or at least at this point, it is. So they have the big fist fight. Uh, Batman is thwarted by a sword that falls from the wall and hits him in the head. Doesn't stab him, though. It just... It was like... Doink! And then he falls over. Batman bested by some random object on the wall. And so Batman and Robin are captured. And they're beginning to take him out. But then Batman... Takes an explosive from his utility belt. And breaks himself free of the Joker's grasp. And Joker's like... Dah, dah, I'm never gonna be outsmarted by that utility belt again! And he escapes. And Batman and Robin are like... Well, okay, we're done here. and And they leave. And then... We get, like, a cut to Joker's secret hideout at an amusement park of all places, because why not? And Joker has crafted his own utility belt that can do all kinds of things. And it will outsmart Batman and his utility belt. Uh, and then, uh, the random girl he has there, because femme fatale. Uh, because <laughs> flat femme fatale. With no form of character arc at all. Because Joker used a magic lamp reference to describe the utility belt. She's like, can I make a wish on it? And after a couple of wishes that Joker deems unacceptable, she says... Uh, I'd like a two-week cruise. And then Joker, from that, hatches a plan to steal the SS Gotham. Okay. Uh, Cut to a meeting at the Commissioner's office between uh, Commissioner Gordon, Chief O'Hara, Bruce and Dick, as Bruce and Dick, not Batman and Robin. Uh, apparently, Bruce has given a lot of money to the SS Gotham. Batman himself is going to cushion it. And then, as they're talking about this, Joker throws, like, a clown doll through the window of the commissioner's office. And... it, It turns out to be really nothing. At least in this scene. Gordon tries to call Batman, but they're not there. Batman's left us. Oh, no. How dare he have a personal life? <laughs> <laughs> so, Bruce and Dick start to leave uh, because they're late for a concert. Again, non-fishing trip excuse. They're They're branching out from the fishing trips. They start to leave and then they're like, oh, um, I I know this sounds strange, but can I have that doll? Can I have that doll that very clearly is supposed to be entered into evidence? That's how actual police work works. Can I have that, though? And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Just take it. We don't want it. Uh, And then Bruce and Dick leave. O'Hara makes fun of him for a bit. Gordon's like, he's a fine man. Blah, 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 blah. Who cares? Uh, Batman and Robin are analyzing the doll. Uh, At some point, they make a connection to a telecast opera. A telecast Italian opera. I can't remember what the connection was for the life of me. Uh, because I guess I just didn't care enough. But, they linked the doll to the freaking opera for whatever reason. I don't know why. So, it's telecast opera. And by the way, throughout this entire scene, they keep cutting to this one drunk guy in a bar. Who just makes the most outlandish comments. It's absurd. It's really, really absurd. And I don't know what the hell they were doing with that guy. But... Anyway, ignoring that dude. So, the guy doing song. And then it turns out to be the Joker in disguise. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Batman and Robin try to apprehend him. And it doesn't work because Joker outsmarted him with his utility belt. Uh, gave him, like, some form of sneezing powder or whatever. Uh, Batman and Robin are restrained. And then the Joker's like, Now is the moment we've all been waiting for. The unmasking of Batman and Robin. And then Joker's moving forward very slowly to pull off their masks. And cliffhanger. That is where they put the cliffhanger. That is where the episode ends. We'll find out. In the next episode, what happens? Same bat time, same bat channel. Oh yeah, that's it. Uh, you have to wait the entire weekend to figure out. Or you can just watch it ahead of time. And just fulfill your need for closure. Either way, works for me. I'm going to wait until Monday because I have other work to do. But you do you. you. You watch at your own pace. I'm just here to talk about these on a weekday basis uh but yeah that's it if you liked this favorite the station anchor.fm slash TV archive so you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I talk about every single episode of this and other shows uh feel free to call into the station as well it's just as easy as a push of a button uh, I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel inclined to to provide those. Uh, And you can find the show as a podcast as well on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you choose to use, whatever podcatcher app you are inclined to use on a daily basis. Uh, Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, tomtom4468, and support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark, pledge just a dollar a month, I very much appreciate everything I get through there. On Monday, we will discuss Season 1, Episode 6. Talk to you then.